This is The Journey, a series of interviews by Kathy Wardle with members of St. Joseph Catholic Community who each speak about their faith journey. WSJF will air a new conversation each week. Here's the host of The Journey, Kathy Wardle. This is Kathy Wargle, and I'm your hostess uh, for the conversation today with Bridget Rusk, and we're glad to have Bridget here. Uh, I've heard she's talked about her faith journey before, and so we're going to get an update now, <laughs> right? It's <laughs> always changing. Yeah, welcome. That's true. It is always changing, and I think that's what what's so exciting about having a faith, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It gets better. Sometimes you struggle with it, but... It's, yeah, it's always changing. Something yeah. new and different every yeah. every single time. I guess if we talk about journeys, we have to talk about bumps in the road. So, Absolutely, yeah, there are going to be bumps too. Yeah, well, I'm just thrilled to have you. How I, I'm curious since we haven't run into each other before. Um, how did you get to St. Joseph's? And then we're going to back up in here some more. Yeah, yeah. I have. Well, my husband and I moved out to Eldersburg uh, 21 years ago. Um, so we have we built a house right across the street. And um, we have been there ever since. And so all of my children, minus my oldest daughter, who was two when we moved up here, uh, the other three were baptized here. They've all received First Communion here. They've all received Confirmation it's here. It's just like home All the sacraments. We've been at St. John's for, since, since, the day, since the day we got up here. Oh, I envy you because I've moved around so much. Yeah. So when you moved here, 21 years ago you were moving from are you from Maryland yeah we were right down we were right down um, the Howard County side of Laurel oh okay so um, and we did uh, St. Francis was our church down there mm -hmm. and um, when we came up here the one of the first things we noticed were like oh, there's a Catholic church right across the street from our neighborhood can't get much better than that how convenient <laughs> well so were you raised Catholic or yes Born and raised Irish Catholic. Um, I was born in Annapolis. And uh, when I was three, we moved to Colorado. I grew up in Colorado. Um, and then we moved back to Maryland when I was a freshman in high school. And I, we've been here ever since. We were down in Columbia. Okay. And lived down there. And then, um, yeah. And then from Columbia, met my husband and we got married. And that's when we lived in Laurel. Columbia area in the moon here. So you've raised your kids uh, as Catholic. Yep. You were raised as a Catholic. Mm -hmm. And my husband was raised, born and raised Catholic as wow. well. Wow. Do you see any differences between how you raised your kids and how you were raised? Yes. Um, we, well, because we were both, we were out in Colorado when I was, when I grew up. So our Catholic church was probably um, a good 45 minutes from our house. Anything was 45 minutes from our house. <laughs> the grocery store. <laughs> I've heard that about Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more spread out. Um, so I remember, <laughs> I mean, and my mom was devout and my father was an airline pilot. So a lot of times he was out of town. So it was just my mom getting three kids ready, trying to get out the door. We were never on time for mass okay. ever. <laughs> we always walked in after the priest was already up there, and <laughs> but you got there. Well, I should not say never. We did. We were on time because my mom um, did volunteer and played piano. Um, so she started doing that, and then when I was old enough, um, I played flute, 
And so we would play uh, usually 5 p.m. Saturday masses. She would do piano and I would be on flute and then we'd have a, somebody singing. Yeah. So we'd kind of be the, the liturgical, uh, the music liturgical people there <laughs> for the 5 p.m. masses. That's terrific. Now, it's the difference besides distance. Was right. it a different education or did you go through what they called CCD or RTIA? Yeah, we did. We did our normal CCD classes. So that was pretty typical. Um, I never did um, vacation Bible school, which is something that I, all of my kids did here at St. Joseph's. So happy that it's coming back yeah. um, for the kids, well, for the go. little kids out there now. <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel so happy for all the little kids that are out there now because yeah. I know it wasn't around for a while with pandemic and everything else. So, um, but all of my kids did vacation Bible school here and they loved it. We still sing some of the songs um, that they learned there. And they're like 20, my oldest is 23 Aww. now. She still remembers the That's songs. wonderful. That really got through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, we never went to uh, vacation Bible school, but we did go to CCD. Um, I remember probably the biggest difference um, was that I ended up, and this was my decision, my mother gave me the choice of whether or not I wanted to be confirmed. And at that point, we were back here in Maryland. Um, and I was, I was at that age, I was struggling. Um, my grandfather had just passed away and I was struggling with um, Catholic religion because I was mad. Yeah. I was mad at God for taking my grandfather. Yeah. Um, and so that was probably my first bump in the road as far as having uh, having a struggle with the Catholic Church and um, it, I think at the church that we went to I know it's, it's very church specific it was a one-year program um, and my mom was my mom said you know I'm I'm not going to commit you to it if you're not going to be committed to it and I said well I don't want to do it and so that was it so I did not get confirmed when you typically get confirmed mm -hmm. um, the one thing that is similar is that I also gave all of my children that choice because mm -hmm. I thought it was a, I thought that was the beginning of the pathway for them to become adults in the Catholic Church, which is what you're doing when you're being confirmed. Yeah. You're committing to the Catholic Church yeah. as adults. Um, and I and if they're adult enough to go through this process, then they were adult enough to make that decision on their own. I love it. So I was given the choice, and then I, that is something that I did follow my mom's footsteps with, with all four of mine. And I gave them the choice at the beginning of year one, and then I gave them the choice again at the beginning of year two. So you're getting ready to go into your second year here, and we need to rethink this and rediscuss this and make sure that this is what you want. And luckily, all four of them did choose <laughs> to, to complete both years. I was nip and tuck there for a while, but yeah, <laughs> but we got it done. <laughs> well, so I'm really curious. Can I ask you when did you get confirmed? I, yeah, that was uh, that. That's a huge part of my, my faith journey. So I went to um, the University of Notre Dame for college, and out in South Bend, Indiana. And um, when I left for college, I was definitely, I had gotten away from the church. I went to church on the weekends. Um, you know, as a busy teenager and busy young adult, I got a job. So a lot of times I wasn't going to church with my family. I was going to church when I could, if I could, sometimes not at all. It wasn't a huge priority to me. Sure. And my mom was not happy about that. She would point that out. but. Once again, you know, I was, I was, I got to work, mom, sorry. And yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I went out to Notre Dame and I remember very clearly um, at Notre Dame, 
that every dorm it has a chapel in the in it. Somewhere. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Right. Every so, not only do you have the gorgeous basilica right there on campus, <laughs> but you, every single every single dorm has its own chapel. Wonderful. And so I remember I'd, I'd settled in and I had made some friends. And typically in the dorms, masses are held um, at like ten or ten thirty on Sunday nights um, because you're studying or whatever. And the first several weeks I was there, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about going to church. I mean, I'm in college. I was, uh, you know, tried out and made the marching band. So I was, you know, getting into that. And then study started. And so I was trying to learn how to do all that, which was... Yeah, George was the furthest thing on my mind. I mean, not even close. And then I remember some of my friends one night, they swung by my room and I was studying. And they're like, why don't you come to Mass with us? And I was like... I've got a ton of stuff to do, blah, 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 blah. Bridget, cut, just, it, it's 45 minutes. Come to Mass House. It's like, fine, whatever. So I, and it's it's great because you go to Mass in your pajamas or your sweats or whatever. Wow. Um, our our dorm, we we had just big giant pillows and bean bags. That's what we sat on. Um, but it, it was, so I went to that Mass and that was when I started coming back to God and getting back to the church. What was it that, that sort of took hold that it, was different or interesting? Well, Notre Dame makes makes Catholicism easy for young adults. And thank God they do. <laughs> so uh, tell me more about that because easy is, is good in that instance. You need that because... So accessible? Is that what accessible, you mean? Accessible, relatable. It was the huge part. So they've got, you know, the, the priests that are coming in um, are some, sometimes they're your professors. Uh, sometimes they're your RA, you know, like your, your rector's assistants or your rectors. You're living with them. Uh, you're living in the dorms with them. Like we had an, every dorm has a nun or a priest that is the rector of the dorm. So you're, you're seeing the priests and nuns on a daily basis. They're, so they're real people. They're normal, <laughs> real people. They wear clothes. Wow. <laughs> Not just robes. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Um, yeah, so, so, and then a lot of times we had young priests that were going to um, Old College or Holy Cross, which are the Old College is, is the, um, I guess they're getting, not even the seminary, but kind of preparing to get into the seminary. Oh, right. Um, yeah. uh, contemplating, you know, some... I think Franciscan yeah. has something like that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they were either, you know, stu studying to start or thinking about becoming priests or whatever, but the actual priests were, were actual priests yeah. that would come and talk to us, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, but they, whatever the gospel was, somehow they were fantastic about relating it to college life mm. the life you were living right then and there wow and that was the biggest thing as a child growing up and i'm sure. sure all of our kids growing up they're the stories that are being told or the the homilies most of the time uh, kids kids don't understand what in the world they're they're talking about mm. um I do love it when we get a priest, like at the the youth mass uh, on Sunday Sunday evenings. A lot of times, they would they would relate the gospel mm -hmm. to to the 
the kids mm-hmm. that were there for their confirmation prep mass. Sure. And that that's huge. Yeah. To actually be like, oh wait a second, that's how that and so it would they would they would really relate the gospel to everyday life in college. Somehow, some way. It was it was pretty amazing. Um and it and it really that's that's what made me want to go. Mm-hmm. Want to be there. It, it wasn't like I had to anymore. Right. I started choosing to go. That's a big deal. It was I, huge. That was yeah. big for me because I was a preacher's kid. Right. And I always had to go. Mm-hmm. And I I wanted to want to. Yeah. So you had the want to. I had the want to. For the <laughs> first time in my life. Because as kids, we go because our parents yeah. make us go. Yeah. Um, but I want, it was my choice. I could choose to stay in my room and study. Or I could use that as a beautiful study break. And and go down and sit with my friends on the floor in our jammies and really uh, it was it, you were really in the presence of god yeah it was it really was it was so I'm, beautiful. I'm hearing two things that you were in the presence of god but you were also learning about how to live your life yeah uh, you know with as a, faith. a catholic yeah yeah as a catholic i mean like i said it's pretty hard not to be Catholic at the University of Notre <laughs> Yeah, I would think so. You're living with priests and nuns. You're going to classes with them. They're your professors. They're sure. your, you know, um, they're on, you know, sports teams sometimes with you. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough not to be Catholic. Yeah. But still doable, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you got connected to the people. You got connected to God that right I mean wow and then I chose to I started to head up the musical uh, I was the liturgical commissioner for the I just for my dorm I decided to be the musical liturgical commissioner so I had a team of people and we would meet with um sister C was our was our rectress um every week and we would plan the music for the mass and um, who's going to play what? I'm, I'm going to play flute. We've got somebody. Um, we didn't usually have a piano in the in the little chapels, but like I had my flute, and we had some other musicians. We had singers, and so we would all meet and we would plan out the music for the liturgy. Wow! And so I did that for my junior year and my senior. I think my I think I got involved second semester sophomore year, and then I did it then, and then my junior year and my senior year. Yeah. So, so what a big turnaround. Oh, huge turnaround. Huge turnaround. From I ain't going to mass to let's plan the right. mass. <laughs> and the big and the biggest the biggest thing was that then during my junior year I said I want to be confirmed. And so I went through the confirmation process during my junior year of college at Notre Dame. And I was confirmed in the Basilica. Which wow. is the closest to God that one could possibly be on Earth? <laughs> wow! It was undescribable. Yeah, it cannot, like you, there's no words. Yeah, for you, it. You can't can't come up with anything. Yeah, it was it was just wow. the most spiritually amazing experience I think I've ever had, mm-hmm. and that was the high point. Oh yeah, that was a high point. So how did that faith that got really kindled there? rekindled I should say how did that express itself how did you express that after college that's yeah so basically I think that's the fire that um, kept me going as I was starting a young family 
So when you're first, when we were first married, of course, church wasn't a huge priority, right? Even though we were both born and raised Catholic, and I was, you know, I, I graduated from college being very strong in the Catholic faith. Um, and we would, we would go to church on the weekends. Typically, we'd go with his parents or my parents or whatever. Um, but it wasn't a huge, like, commit. Like, oh, if, there, if there's a football game or something else on, we might not be able to go to church today. It happens. <laughs> so we, but we were living our fun little young married lives and everything. And then we started having our children. And we both knew we wanted to raise our children in the Catholic faith. And so our kids kept us strong. Oh, wait a minute. Say that again. <laughs> Our I've kids never heard that kept us strong in the Catholic faith um, because I had a du- I felt a duty and an obligation, and my, my husband did as well, to to raise them mm-hmm. in, in the or at least start raising them in the Catholic tradition, um, and and then, like I said, once confirmation, once they got to be confirmation age, that's when I really sort of. Set, right. stepped back and let them right. do what they wanted to do. But, um, so we kept tight with the church for a very long time while our children were young. Because, first of all, we had four kids and um, someone was always in a sacrament. <laughs> so, so, someone was always getting their first communion and, and preparing for that. Or reconciliation or baptism or whatever. So we were we were always going through the sacraments for a, a pretty pretty consistently for a long time there. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot to travel, yeah. and it sounds like it was well, really, yeah, it like, was a good absolutely. Thing to be and doing. It, it was it was great because without even knowing it, it kept us close to the church. Sure, it really did. You've been listening to the journey with our host Kathy Wargel. WSJF will air a new conversation with Kathy each week. Please continue to listen for new interviews on The Journey from St. Joseph Catholic Community.